Listen, go to mindpumpradio.com. Why? Click on the green button. We've already put out two videos. The first, awesome videos. The first one highlights the problem in the fitness industry. Yeah. The second one, we highlight the four pillars. Four of, pillars. Of performance. Okay, so these are the, the four components we think make up broad spectrum Peter Piper back to pack of pickles. Pillars. Performance. Thank you. <laughs> and the third video is about to be released, uh, or actually when this comes out, it will be released, on the resurgence. This is where we give out the answer. So if you want to see what we've been working on, you want to see what our new program is, you go to mindpumpradio.com, click on the green button. You can watch the videos. It explains it. And the last video tells you everything, breaks it all down for you. It's the big reveal. Do it. Believe the hype. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Welcome to Mind Pump. You're listening Welcome. to Sal Stefano. I'm here with Justin Andrews. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam Schaefer. Woo, woo. And the always handsome, Doug Eggy. Douglas Fur Doug. We haven't done that in a long time. I know. That's why I did it. Can we yeah. do? Can I do the Instagram plug right now too? Then you know Go. what's funny? I called Doug the Repeater, and nobody called like uh, <laughs> the, called me out on that. The Repeater. <laughs> the repeater. That was I such a weird it. name. The Repeater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Every, hey, every once in a while, your one liners are like, yeah. like yeah, it went like, over everybody's head. Wait a second, that sounded funny, but I'm not sure what the fuck that, that meant. Is that a real thing? So uh, Instagram, uh, yeah, no Instagram. Uh, we have it. We have not been doing that. We have not telling people. Uh, we are on social media. Actually, you can find uh, myself at uh, Mind Pump Adam at on Instagram. You can find Sal DiStefano at uh, Mind Pump Sal. Sal D's nuts DiStefano. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you can find Justin Andrews at Mind Pump Justin. Now we do post lots Justin, of your mom. Wow. <laughs> we we post a lot of information uh, on our Instagram. So different. Stuff Stuff that uh, you, you might not hear on the show. Not really, just you do. Uh, well, I don't want to say bad. I don't. I don't want to say anything bad about you guys. Like, I, I don't want to shit on your guys' yeah. handles or anything. <laughs> but mine. Basic. Basically, everything you need. Basically, to know. one of us yeah. has a lot of good yeah. content on our Instagram pages. <laughs> one of them's a little more humorous. And I'm not so serious all I the just time. Take pictures yeah, of like, cool shit. Uh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I just look good constantly. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty I much all I, I do. Show these abs. Yeah. So, Adam, you were gonna tell us something about mornings that you hate. Mm. Oh, dude! You know what? Does uh, does you guys ever? Um, do you guys take your shit on a regular basis on a regular time? Like it's like a oh, it's, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's on a cycle. Yeah. So because, what what's your times, real quick? Ooh, well, when do you guys shit? You this know, is eight a.m. You're eight a.m. Yeah, for sure. Wow, that's late. It is. Yeah. yeah. Aren't you in the road at eight a.m.? Oh, well, I guess you know, it doesn't matter. Does it? It's 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 after the client, and then like the coffee kicks in, and then boom, <laughs> run for the boner. No, I, uh, so mine is at six. Probably around six thirty in the morning. Mm. So I wake up, uh, I drink a glass oh, of water right away, and then I go boom. And that's okay. usually when you'll see me do a post on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I'm shitting. It's a stinky. Ladies post. and gentlemen, I'm shitting. Everybody, yeah, it's so funny you say that because I always tell my buddies when they're giving me shit for not like returning uh, their texts. I'm like, I haven't yeah. shit yet today, bro. Wait, yeah. <laughs> thank God Instagram isn't scratch and sniff. <laughs> oh, Dear God, what did we do before? Right, what did you do before in the toilet? Like uh, just read the back. That's how you of, kill like, time the, now, bro. I used to read the back sure. of. The, I used to read yeah shampoo bottles. Like whatever was around me, I was like, fuck. Remember that shit? Like you'd be 
lucky if there was like some kind of like National Geographic or yeah. like Victoria's Secret catalog. Oh, look at this. I saw a meme, I saw a meme one time and it was like, forgot your phone. And the guy, it was a meme of a guy on the shitter and, and he was like, he's reading the back of the air freshener. I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. Like, that's back in the day, yeah. bro. Because you got nothing yeah, you in got there. Nothing, like, like, fuck, no phone. What do I do? I'm going to think thoughts in my head right now. Let's read all the chemicals that's that are in so this air freshener. Well, see, here's the thing. Back when you were a kid, so you're like 10. You'd go over people's houses and they wouldn't censor the magazines next to the shitter, right? Mm. So you'd go in there and you'd sit down and you're 10 and you're reading Cosmopolitan, how, how to give your man a mind-blowing <laughs> orgasm. So I would read these all the time, bro. Yes. I'd go in the bathroom and just read these articles on. So are they true? So that's where you huh? got that. So are they true? Mm. I, I don't remember what they, you know, you ever read Cosmo? No, of course not. I don't know, but Sal's technique that doesn't make is sense. flawless. Of course I did. Come on, dude. Come on, for sure. It is flawless. Yeah, it's like, it's like the playbook for the other team. You but gotta the, fucking read it. But up. some of the adv- advice that they give the women for men is like stupid. It's like, Tickle yeah. his, tickle the back of his knee. That'll totally drive him. <laughs> no, it won't. Well, it's not the point that it's It'll wrong. The call, him, call him a name and slap him in his face. The point is you're getting the you're getting the playbook, <laughs> so you get to know. You know what I'm saying? This is what they're being taught. So you know, whether, whether it's true or not, you're like, oh, okay, you're gonna uh, run the ball to the left. Oh, okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I got it. Wait a minute, and then you start like seeing their moves. You're like, I read that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, why, why is she, she, why she tickling here? the back? Why of my she knee? get a feather? What the yeah. fuck? I don't fucking like feathers. Right. You're like, read up, yeah, bitch. That was January's edition. It's fucking March. Chocolate syrup. Sticky and gross. Take that to food. It doesn't matter if you put ice in your mouth before you blow me, honey. All right. So yeah, you were yeah. gonna do. You were gonna tell us about your. Well, shoe. so exactly. because of my Tuesdays and Thursdays, I so I don't have a I don't have a time. I have a timing. So by about huh? the I'm like Justin, more like Justin, where you were giving him a hard time for the eight o'clock. I'm about three hours after I've I have woke up. So the minute I wake up, three hours later, about three hours later, which you gotta th- go this. Fucks me, man. When Why? I teach on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, because you're in class and it hits you. Yeah, well, because I I have to teach back to back four hours, and there's and it's like and if I don't have you're, to, you're all mic'd up. You're well, just what, pinching it. Well, what? I, <laughs> Keep running, girl. <laughs> Isometric sphincter. <laughs> Adam, how do I do this exercise? <laughs> <laughs> it's just you just gotta tighten your core. Hold on a minute. <laughs> So I'll be right back. The part that, that pisses me off is if, yeah, you're right. I have figured that out. So I don't so I don't have to be like that in my class. Now I have to take one before and it's just when you have to when you have to make a shit happen or rush a shit, <laughs> it is just it sucks. It's, it's, it ruins most it, of your day. It the really process is just it does. It, I mean, because yeah. there's nothing like it's a beautiful that, process. You you have Otherwise. your breakfast, your coffee sets in, like Justin says. It's time to relax. <laughs> yeah. You get to Instagram. I could probably get two Instagram posts up, return five to six text message uh, text messages to clients and friends. I mean, I get a lot done. Yeah. During that little time right there, Vlog. and when it's on schedule, uh, it just sets the tone for the day. Well, on Tuesday and Thursday, I have this problem because I'm up at four o'clock in the morning, and I, my it's not ready. I'm not ready yet. So <laughs> it's it's not ready. No, it's not. It's in, in <laughs> and I and then I'm like trying to rush it so I can teach a class for four hours. Well, do you do you? Uh, so here's here's what happens when you're a dad. When you're a dad, sometimes you go in the bathroom and sit on the toilet and you don't have to shit. Just so you can get away. <laughs> just can get away. You know what I mean? Why are you going to, like... Did I just give it away? Yeah, yeah. Why are you going to do that? Yeah, right? every one of our male listeners is like, fuck you, Sal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck Way up. Way to sell us all yeah. out. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 shut up. Yeah, yeah. no, it's true. Yeah. It's true. And, so, you know, and all our women listeners are like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was, was odd. My I husband thought, was man, in there. I thought he was masturbating. No, he's getting away from you. is everything okay in there? Well, everything is great. <laughs> it's actually perfect. Yeah. It's always like the right time. Right after dinner, I'm just going to sit on the crapper. Oh, uh, the dishes are done. Oh, I was in the bathroom. That? That's yeah. weird. Why didn't you tell me what else you had? Crazy shit oh, just came sucks. on out of nowhere. Uh, 
So, um, what do you guys think about talking about fitness today? Uh, I have something we want to talk about. Some, uh, this is twice this last week that I've been asked uh, questions regarding <clears throat> flexibility. Mm. And I think it's a great segue to talk about functionality. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, I'm very fascinated with, um, you know, the whole dynamic flexibility world and con- doing that now and not foam rolling right now at all. It's, I've been continuing that for quite some time. And I have to say, I'm pretty happy with what it's I working see. oh yeah well so th- before we do that we should we should define flexibility because there's passive flexibility and then there's active flexibility <laughs> yes, yes 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 and and there, there there's a big difference between the two of them so uh, passive flexibility would be you know adam is stretching my hamstring and i've got great range of motion in it active stretchability is i'm stretching my hamstring myself and i'm having to use other muscles to put it in position or at least support myself in a stretch position right. Um, one of them is functional and one of them isn't. You could have excellent flexibility but have no strength within that range of motion that you have. Mm-hmm. And you've not only uh, done, done yourself uh, – you haven't done yourself any favors. You've actually given yourself uh, a problem. You've actually created a yeah. more unstable – too much travel. Yeah, it's instability. Support. Yeah. And uh, some of the, the worst injuries I've ever seen were from hyper-flexible, weak people. Mm-hmm. And that's when joints dislocate. That's when uh, – right. Crazy stuff happens. Well, because it's the muscle that holds it all in that place. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And if it's weak, but you're really flexible, um, you just have more things to stabilize. Yeah. I, I remember when I tore my ACL, my MCL, and I was really fascinated with uh, that. I didn't think I really did anything wrong with it until the fucking pain set in the next day. But the, as the day of when it happened, and I remember asking the doctor that I was like, um, it just I can't believe that I tore both those and I, it, it just does, doesn't feel like it. And he said, well, you have a lot of muscle that you've built around there and it's holding it in place even without that. Just take somebody on the other side who, you know, great flexibility, everything like that, and they and that gives out and you don't have a lot of muscle around yeah. there supporting. You're not going to be able to hold, hold yourself up in place. No, if you're constantly depending on your tendons and ligaments <clears throat> to hold joints into position or to prevent them from hyperextending, you will injure yourself. <clears throat> you want to depend on the muscle to hold things uh, together because muscle's much better at it. Um, it. It has a better range of motion. It gets stronger. It stretches. Ligaments, you, you can you stretch them, you can get problems. Tendons, you can stretch them a little bit, but it's the muscle that you increase range of motion. But you want it to be strong. Right. So if you get really flexible, make sure you train that muscle in its new range of motion as well. Um, otherwise, you're just giving yourself... Um, like if I can squat down, let's say I can squat down to just below parallel and keep everything tight but then i work on um you know some kind of passive stretching for you know for 3 months i have someone stretch me real deep and i get really really good and i go to the squat and all of a sudden i'm like i'm going to go real deep in the squat with the same weight that i used before when i wasn't squatting as deep and i drop in that hole with this new new depth um that weight is going to hurt me yeah it's going to hurt because i'm not going to have stability within that right. range of motion so functional flexibility is the ability to uh, you know elongate a muscle but with strength and control right. almost have like <clears throat> anchors attached right so one thing that i think of when i'm when i get when i'm maximizing the stretch is i'm tensing specific areas of my body in order to maximize like where it is like as far as the alignment uh, where the muscle insert an origin where I want to make sure that like I'm lined up and I'm tense and now I'm pulling correctly. So I'm also staying tense to, uh, you know, support it. Right. And, and if certain types of yoga are actually excellent for this. Well, yes. Because <coughs> you'll see, there's a couple different, yeah, schools yeah, for that. Exactly. Cause you'll get into a stretch, but you're also supporting your body and having to hold yourself in that stretch. Yeah, exactly. And if you guys haven't done yoga, I've done a little bit, of, a little bit of yoga, but I was actually, uh, 
kind of shocked at how fatiguing it was also like to my muscle right. because you'd have to support yourself in these sta- some of these standing positions but so it requires some strength which is good when you're stretching you want to have uh, the ability to access that range of motion with strength to keep you safe I really I really like this topic too because um, it's something that has evolved in how I coach and train people I, I remember I <laughs> I actually this is so embarrassing um, I used to tell my clients that like, cause there, there's different types of stretching, you know? So, and first of all, you tell people, you know, learn to stretch with purpose, you know, you have your, your active, your corrective, and then you have dynamic. And I used to tell people to stay away from dynamic until we, you, until we would stretch you statically because I was concerned that you would do something erratically or ballistically and tear something or do something like that. Well, describe static and, and dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, people are, yeah. So the different types of stretching, static. So static stretch is a stretch that we're going to hold uh, for a, a long period of time, meaning like 20 plus seconds. So like sitting uh, on the floor, touch your toes. Yeah. And you're going to hold that deep stretch. Old school stretching. Yeah. And you you want the, you, what, you, what we're looking for is for your body it's for, to release, the goalie tendon to release and then it, for it to go into corrective phase. So if you if you're simply just stretching like uh, stretching and going back, stretching and going back, or only holding for a few seconds, that would be what's called an active stretch, um, and you're really only working on like circulation and blood flow right there. You're not really uh, doing anything corrective, which uh, is where like you'll hear the term flow and flow patterns and stuff like that. That's where that sort of uh, yes out of yeah yes right. And then uh, dynamic, which is the last one, which is it is it's taking a muscle through full range of motion and, and in a ballistic type movement. Um, so, what would be an example for hamstrings? Uh, windmills. Okay. <clears throat> so, okay. windmills would be an example for that, or uh, what are your cheerleader kicks? Yeah, high uh, kicks. High kicks, like the can can girls. Hunter kicks, dude. Yeah. Oh, sorry, it's a cheerleader kick. Cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, bro. You, you probably call them grapevines too. Uh, no, right? uh, grapevines. <laughs> What's a grapevine? They're karaokes, dude. Oh, karaoke's. They're not grapevines. Uh, yeah. So, um, so that's, that's and that's the dynamic. Stretch. So yeah. So those are your different stretches. Now, uh, I like I said, I used to I used to weigh heavily on South Mile. So foam rolling. So I still say it. I know. Foam. It's such a bad habit, right? I used to weigh heavily on foam rolling and corrective or what's called static stretching um, to to help with all these clients that I have that would be super tight. And now I have completely eliminated both of those from my routine and I only dynamic stretch and I feel better than I have felt in years by 10 plus years. I haven't felt mm-hmm. like this since I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean, that being said, there is a place for the other types of stretching. Oh, absolutely. Like I mean, static stretching is excellent to get a overactive muscle to chill out a little bit so that I can get other muscles oh, to fire. Yeah. Right, think so like, about having a cramp. I mean, the only uh, thing you can do is to really just sit there and try and stretch. Right, yeah. right. So they all they do have a place. Well, let's yeah. talk about it. Let's use that. Let's, uh, that's a very good point because it's. Uh, I say that, and then I act like I would if I was teaching a client. Okay, uh, mo- one of the most common syndromes found in somebody is upper cross syndrome, which is basically a protracted shoulder girdle, which is your shoulders are rounded forward. So imagine somebody with like the hunchback of Notre Dame look, right? So the shoulders are rounded forward. Your pectoris major, your anterior deltoids, all those muscles up front are tight and pulling and rounding uh, your your shoulder girdle forward. So that being said, the ones that are in the front are all overactive and the ones in the back are elongated and underactive. So let's say I'm coming in and I want to fix this person. I'm going to work on their back today. So we're going to work on their rhomboids, their traps, and their rear delts, and their back. We're going to try and pull that back. Before I even get into working their back out, I'm going to open up their chest and shoulders. So like Sal was saying earlier, they can activate their back properly. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. 
because and you're going to use static stretching and I'm going to do static stretching right. to do that because in this case I want those muscles to relax a little bit so I can retract and squeeze my scapula together and actually start to work and fix that right because because what it does is it it, uh, it weakens them temporarily which is why static stretching is not a good idea before you lift heavy not, bench press which not, I see dudes do all the time right it's not a good way to um, warm up for heavy lifting dynamic stretching is much better if you're trying to warm up if you're trying to correct an imbalance uh, you know like like Adam was saying then you do static stretching but it's interesting i read an interesting article in science daily about stretching and how they still scientists still are not quite sure how it works and why in, people increase flexibility yeah. but the number one theory is that it's just it's all about central nervous system adaptation yeah. it really has nothing to do with the muscle like the muscle they say doesn't change it's the fact that your central nerve now i don't know if i buy this completely i've heard that i've heard that too dude you have? i've read yeah quite a bit of articles about this too cuz i've been researching a lot too about how the central nervous system gets involved in uh just just how to it, enhance that process and like how to how to really um rehabilitate somebody who has had an inactive muscle or has Mm -hmm. never really uh uh, felt what they're what they need to feel in the exercise and the movement and so they've really found great promise in um like certain techniques that that help to amplify that process interesting yeah yeah and, and and so in terms of stretching um, I'll give you an example as to why I think the central nervous system is playing a major part, if not the whole part, but a major part. Cause I don't know if I buy the whole part, um, theory, but you know, when you're doing a long static stretch, you talked about it releasing, that's the central nervous system, just chilling the muscle out. And all of a sudden I have a mm-hmm. longer range of motion. If I could, I could train anybody and I could increase the range of motion within one stretching session. Now it'll go away the next day. But I think over time, when you do that, you're mm. training the central nervous system to allow that muscle to travel within that that range of motion. I like that and, theory. And, I remember, yeah. And it makes sense, right, when you think about it that way, doesn't yeah. it? I, yeah, it does. I remember, like, you just talking about that, this study that um, they were actually showing that, you know, over time, uh, el- the elderly, that it looks like they've they've lost uh, lean muscle mass, like, over the years, if, if they haven't been trained. But in reality, they've actually found that they've kept the the, the mass of, of the lean muscle mass, but it's that it's ability it's less. Kick. Yeah, the neuromuscular firing there has has been dampened, and so now they have less active uh, uh, response there. Yeah, I think this, um, this is what gets me all a hard on for the stick mobility. I mean, and that, that yes, I'm so I'm yeah. so glad that we we shout out it. to the stick mobility yeah, guys. Shout out to those guys. It, it's on the forefront of what uh, really because that is, is functional. That is yeah. very functional. Yeah. Well, and I'm so glad that we incorporated it as our first mod inside of our program because oh, I yeah. think that is something that. Uh, it's already, I mean, just the little time that we've been a part of it and around it, we've seen it already start to explode. And when we talk about topics like this, because this is recent for me, I, uh, I'm, this has only been going now for a month, month, probably seven or so of no, uh, static stretching and no foam rolling and all dynamic. And like I said, I mean, it's, and I, I, I'm right with you with the theory on the central nervous. System. I, I believe that. I believe that, uh, that's, for sure true because I can feel I can feel so immediately now when I even get into the dynamic stretch I'm already it's it's I almost don't need to do it but I keep that pattern up I know the importance I can tell the importance of me continuing just to do that you know what's you know what's crazy it just came to me right now now that as we're talking because dynamic stretching is more likely to stimulate the central nervous system of course. than mm-hmm. it is to dampen it mm-hmm. and uh, what this is really coming to me is that a warm up you know we talk about oh we need to increase blood flow we got to get the heart rate up no it's not. It's all about warming up your central nervous system. That's what it sounds. That's what I'm starting to come to the conclusion yeah. that your warm up is all about your central nervous well, system. Well, because think about it. When we talked about doing the first set, 
like you know versus the second set where a lot of times you feel like oh wow that was that was easier like, yes I, I you know i felt better that second set that's right yeah, that's right because you you were able to get better connected um this is actually there's actually a technique to use uh plyos for that very reason yeah so like if i'm going to do a squat um do they've like done explosive jump for do do a, do a couple sets of you know plyometric jumps on a box and by the way don't do them to fatigue if you do you're doing them wrong you, you know you just do it to focus on how high you nice. can jump <laughs> Then go to the squat, and they find uh, uh, better, stronger neuromuscular patterns in the squat. So you're I, getting a very loud, intense signal right away, like right? At its, at its max, right? And then you're going in and doing the right. squat, right? And at it's a the lower amplitude, and it's the reason why. Look, um, uh, when when you talk to anesthesiologists, for example, I train a lot of anesthesiologists, and they'll work on people who are completely out, you know, under drugs or whatever. You can manipulate their body way more than you would when they're when they're when they're when they're conscious. Like you can move their leg, and you know these are people that are normally super super tight. Yeah. So it's like their central nervous system kind of shut down. And we've all heard the stories of the guy, you know, guy or girl that'll get in the car accident but pass out before they crash, mm-hmm. not get injured because their body was so loose. Mm-hmm. So it's really the central nervous system, I think, um, is the is the kind of common denominator with all this. And warming up really, and this is just a. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is a paradigm shift for me literally on air right now. Um, a warm up is 100% or, or more or, or, or close to 100%, excuse me, um, all about getting your central nervous system ready mm-hmm. to work out. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to do that, dynamic stretching makes way more sense than foam rolling and static stretching. I have yet to try it. I know you have been, mm-hmm. Adam. But now I'm going to start incorporating it myself. Oh, I, I have been religious about it for quite some time now, and and it, part of it's because I it wasn't very long before I noticed a big difference. It might have been a couple of weeks before I started to see a huge difference, and then it continued, and I just was like, "Whoa, this is crazy right now." And it's I've seen it improve my my form on my squad and, and how comfortable I am sitting down in there now. Like it's uh, it's been wonders for me, and I really had given up kind of in this area. I really have felt like I was just God, I'm gonna be this tight yeah. guy forever and not flexible, and you know I was gonna have to spend hours on the foam roll and static. Yeah. You know, I mean, this, it was getting daunting how long I was having to stretch for, bro. I was having to stretch like, like thirty minutes. Well, yeah. you know, I, I was in the same boat, and I, I'm actually doing the same thing, and probably for longer now. And so it's just been like <coughs> something I've been doing. And now that I come back and think about the process of it, like when we were talking about foam rolling and what we found out as far as it just compressing and, and, and lowering that pain signal, you know, as far as like the tight muscle and the overactive muscle is concerned, I could see that because my, my piriformis, so we get really tight, I would foam roll it, I would have temporary relief. Right. I would have temporary relief. And then later as I would go on through my routine and I would squat and I would keep up these heavy lifts. And as I was driving home, I would still get that 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 pain, that that nodding that would happen. Mm-hmm. And then me going through more of just like a dynamic stretch and then movement in circulation and, and doing that process before I have not noticed that. So well, here's the thing. So um, I have a theory with the with the foam roller. I think the foam roller pressure in general pressure does get the central nervous system to relax uh-huh. a little bit in that area. And that's why you feel like that's why you'll feel a muscle knot, you know, go away or, you know. You, oh, they, you know, she worked that knot out. It's gone now type of deal. Mm-hmm. So I think there's that. But also when you flex a muscle, the opposing muscle tends to relax. Okay. It's called reciprocal inhibition. So mm-hmm. if you have a tight piriformis and I'm doing those high kicks to stretch out my glutes or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm getting the, my, my piriformis, my glutes or whatever to move in a fuller range of motion. But I'm also activating my hip flexors and quads, which are kind of opposing. And I'm wondering if uh, them being active kept the, you know, the overactive muscle 
less active or, or just made it chill out a little bit because maybe the reason why it was hurting so often was because it was this constant kind of state of tonus. It was, yeah. it was, it was, you know, fired a little bit. Had had to be always on. You know well, what I'm saying? Uh, something else I think we should talk about, and you you lightly grazed over it uh, about the because <laughs> it made me laugh because I see this a lot. That sounds sexy. Is the, lightly grazed? Is, yeah. Well, when you lightly grazed <laughs> over the the guy in the bench press, I said oh, the bench balls. press guy, right? And static stretching <clears throat> we shouldn't do before heavy lifting. And I don't know how often I see this. Uh, it's all, it's very common with the guy who's, you know, throws the three plates or more on the bench press and he wants everyone to know what he's doing. So he throws it on there and then he goes and he stretches for like two minutes in between yeah. sets and he's doing the chest stretch against the machine. Go get some water. Go yeah, get some water. Yeah, water. Come back, come stretch back. the chest some more, mm-hmm. you know, let everybody see how much weight's on there then gets under there and hits mm-hmm. it. And he's really doing a lot of harm to himself as far as like by stretching like that and holding that before it gets in there because that's how somebody gets injured because you, you're basically sending a signal to the muscle to relax and then you're going to ask, you're going to put a crazy amount of demand on it and activate it like explosively. So that's normally where somebody gets hurt is doing something like that. So keep that in mind when you're lifting heavy weight, you don't want to be stretching that muscle in between sets. No, you could do that stretch dynamically. Rather than holding your hand on the wall mm-hmm. yeah. and turning away from it, you could just bring your arm out and bring it forward, bring your arm out and bring yeah. it forward yeah. and stretch things dynamically. And you might you know, be better off. I've always had people warm up. I mean, you talked about the bench press, but do a light set of rows. Do a real light set of rows and then go bench press. It always makes a, a, a big difference for people right. with shoulder mobility because it gets, keeps well, the that, well. It's that first move. Think yeah. about that. That's, that first move. That's like a doing. dynamic warm up for your uh, your overactive. Your chest. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what you're yeah. basically doing right there. That's so, right. So, I mean, that's why I'm a huge. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've, I've gone. Uh, I've definitely uh, evolved my training in that direction where I have put a lot more emphasis on. And and right now, I, honestly, it's been a, a goal of mine to. Uh, get even more versed in that because it's because I've been someone who was so anti dynamic flexibility. There's a lot of moves and exercises that I don't know. So I've been kind of experimenting with a lot of them. I know my big area is my whole hip complex. So I'm, I'm primarily focused there. So I know a lot in that area, but I want to even get better with opening up my shoulders and other parts. I've got some issues that I'm dealing with in my upper right back right now. So up in my rhomboids and trying to figure out uh, some stuff to, to get that firing correctly too. It's also, I think it's, we also need to be clear that strength, um, we've said this in the past, but I'll say it again, is the, it's the base of all physical pursuits. It's the ultimate um, foundation for all of them. Because without strength, um, all the other physical pursuits, um, it's very difficult to express them, like flexibility. If you're not strong and you're really flexible, you're just unstable. I mean, look at a baby. Yeah. yeah. Like infants are extremely flexible, right. uh, but they have very little neuromuscular control and very little strength, and that makes them very, you know, unstable. Yeah. And so you've got to have that strength within that range of motion um, to make that flexibility work for you to translate. Because it doesn't right. matter if you could fold yourself in half, but you're but you don't get strong in that position. When you go to lift that box. And you've got this great flexibility, um, and you try to lift within that flexibility, you're hurting yourself. Yeah. And now think about that as far as patterns. Like, you know, if you're an athlete and all you're doing is training where your knees are right under your shoulders, and I'm squatting down and I'm keeping everything within these 90 degree angles, and everything's nice and clean and perfect. And I'm never training myself to adapt with load when my leg's a little bit further away from me. Uh, I'm not tense in that position. You know, I'm just looking at pursuing flexibility for that. Uh, you know, you're going to run into problems because it, it doesn't translate like that on the field. Right. And uh, it, it, as a matter of fact, um, 
Yeah, because if you if you have that flexibility, that doesn't translate on the field. You get hurt again. Yeah. But again, when you're when you're stretching in the static stretches, we used to t- teach this. When you have someone stretching, let's say their hamstring, and you have them flex it real quick and then relax it, it gets the central nervous system relaxed, and you get a little couple more inches of flexibility. Yeah. Um, or you have someone tense the opposing muscle. These are techniques that we've used in the past, and the reason PNF. reason why they worked is because they were all uh, manipulating the effects of the central nervous system, which is the most important driver for your entire body. Your muscles are secondary. There's, the central nervous system is, is 100% primary. Well, you give a, my favorite analogy you give, and I use it all the time now, is that, you know, think of your central nerve, because a lot of that makes no sense to most people that probably listen, uh, is thinking about your central nervous system like an amplifier and all your muscles are speakers. Right. You know, I think that's such a great right because if it's a, if you have a weak amp, then those big speakers aren't going to yeah. produce yeah, could, any sound. You could have sixteen inch woofers and hope you're going to base the house out, but if you got some little puny little amp that ain't going to push those yeah. things, that won't even push a little iPhone home like speaker, you're not going to do very well. It's funny too because um, resistance training, weight training, believe it or not, can be a very effective way to increase functional flexibility if you do it uh, with that goal in mind. So, like, uh, again, we'll use a squat as an example. If I want to increase the, the flexibility of my glutes, hamstrings, my hips, I can get a weight that's lighter than normal because I'm, I'm going to go down to a deeper range of motion. And I could get into a very deep squat, not sit on my heels, but try and keep my, 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 uh, my pelvis you know, tilted the way I want, position myself so I can feel muscle stretch, but then hold that position for a little while with weight. So, like, five, six, seven, eight seconds, and then come up and then do another rep. And with weights, you could do that with lots of muscles, chest. I could do a fly with a, with dumbbells, get into a deep, 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 deep stretch and bring the weight back and just use a light weight and yeah. practice that real. That today. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you just get connected that way. Right. Because in, in the second set, you do it, you know, like, oh, my God, wow. Like that signal's there. And, and then it gets really intense. And it increases your strength within that range of motion. That's so it. I think we, we kind of answered that whole functional you know, functional flexibility. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, that, that, that is what it means, really. Yeah, uh, that's why I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this uh, this program to drop. I'm excited for uh, people to see all that because um, for me, it's a it's a big piece of what I'm doing and how I'm training, and uh, by far, probably one of the coolest, baddest fucking programs I've ever Absolutely. seen. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, I so. feel I feel like um, that that the mobility sessions that we added in there, which focus some on on some of this stuff, yeah. uh, are going to be kind of game changer. Yeah, game changer for I sure. I think so. Yeah. So. Thanks for listening to Mind Pump. Please subscribe um, and leave us a five-star rating and review. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.